Welcome to the 46th episode of Downtime Podcast. ready to talk today especially because i'm holy crap this has been a long week this has been crazy because for me the fiscal year ended and yeah i've been really hardcore yeah same yeah. here especially my work oh oh i heard yeah yes uh- <laughs> yes we won't go yeah, into we- that that's a separate issue <laughs> Yeah, well, that's something yeah, else. Definitely not. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I had a really long week, but I did find some time to play video games. How about yourself? Um, I did. I only really played one video game today since I didn't have too much time. And next week, I do plan on dipping my toes into Okami HD. Um, probably my goal is to finish Okami HD by the end of the year. So just a lot, like, some time per month to play it since it's going to be busy. And I started Yakuza 5, actually. Nice. I sort of stopped playing the demo for a little bit um, because I wanted to... I had always planned on playing a Yakuza game beforehand. And it just turns out that uh, last week or so, there was a promotion for Far Cry 5 where if you watch their trailer video, you got a 20% off discount coupon. And I watched okay. the trailer, and I got 20% off of Yakuza 5. So, win-win for me. And cool. it, was, cool. it was for PS3, and... Oh, it's... The intro's really funny to me. Because, essentially, it comes right after Yakuza 4 which is the Yakuza about the orphanage. And then Yakuza 5 is straight up, straight out of that orphanage game, which I actually don't know what how that ends. But you just have Kiryu, who is now Suzuki-san, because he changed his identity and is now a taxi driver. <laughs> okay. Yes, I know. And then um, it introduces Daigo Dojima, Dojima Daigo, and he's just, you know, like, some chairman of the Dojima clan. Typical stuff. And uh-huh. uh, Kiryu, or Suzuki-san, is retired out of Fukuoka. <laughs> and he's a taxi driver there now. And he's trying to escape the Yakuza life. And it j- just conveniently, Dojima Daigo arrives in Fukuoka. And he walks up to Kiryu's taxi and he goes, I want to ride here. And Kiryu is not, like, the first in line of the taxi queue. Like, he's, like, right in the middle. <laughs> oh, and then, wow. And then um, Kiryu is just like, um, you have to get a taxi from the front. And and and, and uh, Daigo <laughs> goes, I want a taxi here. And you just kind of know, like, oh, well, there goes your retirement. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a secret message he's saying I almost. know. <laughs> I'm not I haven't gone completely too far where okay. now like they know each other but I'm pretty sure they know each other. In fact, I feel like the se- <laughs> I'm pretty sure the second that Daigo got into that car, Kiryu was like not this shit again. <laughs> <laughs> um so is uh is what was I what was going to say? Um Yakuza 5 is it Correct me if I'm wrong, is the game where you could play as five different protagonists? Um, I'm going to assume you can because the cover has five people on it. <laughs> I mean, I mean, the previous covers had more than that. Uh, I mean, but, it's true. Yeah, I it, think it's so. true. Um, okay, because I, I think this is the one where you play as Haruka and all of your main event games are all like singing like karaoke-based games because you're a pop yes! star. Yes! Well... So uh, you're definitely going to rock at oh, that. I mean, <laughs> I tried karaoke um, in, in this game and uh, for by the way, I just have to put this out there. So Bakamitai and Yakuza Five, the picture is of a, uh, it's of a Shiba Inu, <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> "That's adorable, I was like, amazing! I love this song." <laughs> <laughs> the the dog is looking all cute too, right? Exactly. Ah, <laughs> like, oh, Bakamitai never disappoints me ever. <laughs> yep. 
<laughs> um, in the intro, Kiryu is like at a soba shop and he's just looking forlorn and just tired. And Haruka's actually on TV. And everyone, so Fukuoka is in South Japan, Southern Japan. Okay. Yes. So I believe. Harka is in Kansai, somewhere in Kansai at the moment, and a, and a bunch of the people in the bar, or sorry, in the soba shop, are just talking, oh my god, who would have let this girl become a pop star, you know, like, blah blah blah, like, young age, blah blah blah, and Kiryu just looks and just like, you just know, that's Harka! <laughs> you don't gotta say anything, that's Harka! So, <laughs> gotcha. I know. Um, I'm pretty much... Oh god. I don't know how long this fucking game is. I'm I don't even know if I'm going to finish this before Yakuza 6 comes out because you know how Yakuza split into chapters? Yeah. Yakuza 5 is split into chapters and parts. So I'm on chapter 1 part 1. Oh my god, you have a long way I to know. go. I know. Actually, maybe it is played with multiple people. Maybe part. I'm pretty maybe sure it part is. One, maybe yeah, look, part one is Kiryu then, because that, that would make sense. Actually, yeah, I'm looking it okay. up. Oh yeah, you play as five different. Okay, people. so maybe chapter one, part one is Suzuki-san, also known as Kazuma-san. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, and then maybe part two, I play with Haruko. You know what I mean? So like, maybe yeah, there's yeah, five yeah. parts per chapter. Oh god, this. Oh Jesus. So does. So does Yakuza Five do a good job of bringing you up to speed with the story? Uh no, not at all. They it. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> um, so you don't even know what happened between no, I don't know Kiwami what happened. I don't know five. what happened at the orphanage. Oh, wow. I have no idea. I mean, it could all it could have burned to the ground for you. All exactly. You know, you well, know? like oh, <laughs> there is one thing. I am constantly going to the ATM and and sending money over to the orphanage, so it didn't burn down. <laughs> oh, but yeah. Well, I mean, maybe you're sending money rebu- to yes. rebuild it. You know, you, you know, you don't yes, know that. Yes, that's true. You never that know. Is, that's true. So at least what I know is that it's not burned down. The orphanage is still up and running. I am not there though, and the orphanage is in Okinawa, and ah, and um, I'm Suzuki-san. The taxi driver. Gotcha. I'm pretty sure you have to do a taxi driving mini game, like a racing game, later on. Oh, you know, uh, I was testing uh, this game to see if cars would run me over if I ran in front of them. I would. I wanted to see if it was Grand Theft Auto like. It is not. Like it's funny. Yeah. It's like the NPC car just like stops abruptly in front of Kiryu. Well, <laughs> same thing like in the uh, in the the Yakuza Six demo when you see those yeah. cars in Kamurocho, they'll just stop. In yeah, front exactly. Of you. They won't do anything. So. Um, so I'm, I actually liked the intro to Yakuza 5 so far. Uh, Fukuoka is a pretty simple town. It's not, uh, like, there's lights and it's fun. Um, it's actually, I think there's only three main roads in this town. So there's not too many places to go, which makes sense. Like, it's not like you're going to make that the biggest, uh, sandbox or the biggest playground of the game. And on top of that... Um, I'm actually pretty impressed with the graphics of the cutscenes. They're, I, I think because Yakuza 6 came after 5 uh, and then, yeah, it doesn't surprise me that the CG is good. Um, I think it's because it's PlayStation 3 now. The frame rate is a little bit slow, but it's not, it's not affecting my game in any way. So I'm still enjoying it. Well, I mean... It's a it's a big yes, game. Totally. First of all, yeah, like, literally it's... five people apparently. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, you get to play as five people. You're you're gonna have a lot Good of fun. Lord. I'm pretty sure. And oh man, I really I'm really jealous that you get to play that yeah. game. I actually I actually found out that I own it digitally, and it's because a long time ago when I when I still had uh, PS Plus, which I don't anymore because I I didn't really see a reason to keep playing online since I don't play a lo- play a lot of online games. So on many PS4. people have it. No, I know exactly uh, how you own it because that's how Kevin owns it too through PS Plus. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It was a free game one month. Yes, that's exactly you know and how then, he has it too. Yep, yep. 
And at the time, I was like, I'll get a PS3. And I was like, you know what? There's so many other fun games. Yakuza doesn't really sound that fun right yeah. now. Now I'm obsessed with the franchise. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, holy oh, shit. Yeah. I love this game. <laughs> I love this series. <laughs> but now I can't play it still because I don't and know what a PS3 you're down. So. Now you're down the dark rabbit hole. So. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. I think after after 6, before Kiwami 2, I'm going to see if I can acquire a PS3 somehow, like a used yeah. one. Just to play Yakuza 5. I mean, honestly, Yakuza 5 is enough for me to justify buying a whole new console. Dude, it's a, it's really <laughs> fun so far. I mean, obviously, I've only played two hours of it, and I'm not like I'm not yeah. too deep into the storyline, but I'm I yeah, am yeah. enjoying what I have right now. Um, oh, really random, but Kiryu like straight up looks like Date. You remember Date from Kiwami? And Date yeah. from like the beginning of, of uh, yeah, yeah. six, yeah, he he dresses yeah, exactly yeah. like he has a gray trench coat and everything. So, yeah, <laughs> huh. yeah. interesting. I know. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. Now. So the first mission is you have to apologize to this taxi lord. Uh, I mean, like I say, taxi taxi it's, lord. It's, it's I'm making it a lot more dramatic than it seems. <laughs> so you yeah, apologize yeah, yeah, to yeah. this taxi lord because since you uh people cut the queue for you, he's mad because um you didn't follow the rules and you have to basically buy like something from La Marche, like the most ex- fucking expensive yeah. place. So I bought him Italian cologne oh. and he got really happy. And then after um that's how you learn how to battle. So yeah. Oh. It appears that this battle system also does not have the uh different battle styles. It seems very similar to 6. And on top of that, it is a uh leveling system and you get something called soul points. So it's like the soul the more points? so it's like instead of money to boost your ability, you have points. So it's like one ability is 4 points, for example. So, you know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's Yeah, different. it is different. Um not much else to say, but um it is fun actually. <laughs> like I don't know why, but just the idea of Suzuki-san as a taxi driver is hilarious. So That's I know. awesome. <laughs> and honestly, that's all I am playing right now. And actually for by the time we talk next week I actually want to play uh, Cat Cafe for the first time in the Yakuza Six demo. I haven't done it yet, so um, I want okay. like yeah. that's like the one thing I want to do in the demo <laughs> for sure. Yeah, uh, so I'm gonna play. I I gotta tell you something though. Don't tell me it's broken. You can't, you can't play it. I can't play Cat Cafe. You can go there, but you can't play it. Oh, son of a bitch! <laughs> you have to be. <laughs> you have to get farther in the game because can I can I tell you just what you have to do because it's actually kind of. Bullshit. You have to find cats around. Yes, you have to find the cats. Oh, no, no, I, I, I mean, and... I, I was expecting that because I read about it. So. Yeah, but you can't do it. Oh, in the Jesus. demo, you can't do Man. it in the demo. You have to wait until the it's full game. It's just like releases. how Bakamita is not even in the demo. What kind of demo was that? I was so I know. disappointed by yeah. that. I was like, what kind of bullshit Yakuza demo yeah. is this? It's not even a demo. It's like you a. You don't tease. even have the one song that's on every single ser- like series in the franchise so yeah uh, anyways every game in yakuza has it <laughs> so i'm waiting for six to bring yeah. it out like six is bakamitai is probably going to be the best one in the entire franchise i want i lightweight Watch. want like a like an electro pop remix of bakamitai that would be hilarious i mean every every uh version of it is like reflective of the time period it's set in yeah. right so i don't know we'll yes. see i mean hopefully it may might be that one we'll yeah. see <laughs> It'll be a it'll be a mumble rap yeah. remix. Oh my god! Oh, stop! Okay, <laughs> next. <laughs> uh, I am playing PUBG Mobile. So how I got yeah, into this? Yeah, how the hell did you get you into that? Think... <laughs> so I know, I know. So I this is like a really unconventional game for me. Okay. So how it happened was last Sunday was Easter, and the day before, my family and I got together to you know celebrate easter just to have like easter egg hunt for little cousins and stuff like that and just to hang out so my my i saw my uncle playing that game pubg mobile on his phone i'm like are you playing pubg mobile he goes yeah it's really fun i'm like you don't really strike me as a, a gamer wow, or a pubg kind of guy you. yeah and he's like hey you want to play i was like sure 
And then <laughs> I started playing. I was like, oh, this is actually kind of fun. And then he comes back. He's like, oh, looks like it's 50% battery. I'm like, you want it back? He's like, no, keep playing until it goes out. I'm like, oh, jeez. <laughs> so then my other cousins were like, oh, you're playing PUBG Mobile. I'm like, yeah. They're like, oh, you should download it on your phone and we'll all play together. I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. And so then you can only have squads of four. So two of my cousins and myself and okay. Jordan, we all got into a room and started playing PUBG Mobile and owning noobs. No, I'm just kidding. No, we, we won a few games and we lost a few. But uh, yeah, no, it's a lot of fun. It's uh, Matches last anywhere from like 25 to 45 minutes. So that's not too bad. Did you have but, to keep your um, phone it's, charged? It's, I imagine that something like any time I played a full-blown mobile game, my phones had to be charged the entire time or else it... Yeah. Oh, yeah, no. You got to have 100% battery and then start the game from there. Otherwise, you're going to be... If you play it at 50%, you're going to be drained by the rest of that oh, time. No. The game the game runs on Unreal Engine 4, surprisingly, on a mobile yeah. game. So Unreal Engine 4, for those that don't know, is um, like a really graphic-intensive engine meant for higher-end PCs, but it could be played on lower-end PCs. So, for example, DayZ, I believe... And Arma use Unreal Engine, if I'm not mistaken. Pub the actual PUBG game on PC, Player Unknown's Battlegrounds uses Unreal Engine. Yeah. So it was kind of cool that they ported the engine over to mobile. I know. That's crazy to me. And it's beautiful. It looks just like well, not just like. It looks very similar to its PC brethren. So I thought that was really well done. That's very imp- um, um that's really impressive. Yeah. The controls are really tight. Um, movement is a little bit more difficult. Uh, as expected with a mobile um, game, though. So, you know. Yeah, not, yeah. Not too surprising. Um, so it's a lot of fun. Yeah, no, my cousins and I and my brother just love playing it together. We we every Almost every night this week, we've been like texting each other and be like, hey, let's go play, let's go Dude, play. Dude, there's so, no better awesome. way to celebrate the resurrection of Jesus Christ than to play PUBG <laughs> Mobile. So... <laughs> I mean, yeah, Jesus is totally thinking that. He's like, hey, hey. <laughs> So cool. Um, but yeah, no, uh, PUBG Mobile is great so far. I recommend anyone who's listening to at least pick it up if you haven't heard of the game or started playing. And uh, uh, hit me up. Let's Maybe play. Maybe I should download um, it. I, only ha- I have an yeah, iPhone yeah. 6, though. I don't have like a newest iPhone. Uh, you can still run it because I have the seven and it still runs fine. I 7's newer but than not, the six, though. No, I mean I have the Galaxy. I know it's yeah, Samsung, yeah. but that's like way newer than the six. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. But the game came out like late last yeah. year. Yeah, let's release, see. But... Let me download it and we'll see what how that goes. Yeah, for sure. Um, going off that because if you do want to play it and you do want to hit me up to chat. Uh, we upgraded our Discord. And for those that don't know, we actually do have a Discord channel and we have a small community here so far. And I encourage all of the listeners of Downtime Podcast to join the Downtime Podcast Discord channel, which you can find at downtime.live. If you scroll down to the bottom right, there's a section that says join our community, community underscored with like, like just kind of highlighted. And if you click on that word, you'll be Click, uh, you'll be moved to a new window and a link that will go to our Discord channel. So please, please, please join our Discord channel. I made a, I made a voice chat channel specifically for, for PUBG Mobile. So if anyone wants to come join and play, let me know and we'll, we'll join. Yes. I also added the Discord channel into our new, uh, official YouTube channel. So you can, it's like Sweet. write a very small link on our main page. Come through, hooded dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hooded dude, let's go. We want we want you here. <laughs> one of our one of our consistent one of our consistent questions. regulars got a yeah 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 yeah. Um, that being said, we've always had this Discord, but we have never really like advertised it a lot. We or because there was just a lot of things to manage in our life <laughs> already. Yeah yeah there, yeah. there there were a lot of things to manage in the podcast in general, and we just let the Discord slide. But now, um, we're gonna make a bigger effort to uh, make this community big yeah and i'll be kind of taking more of the administrator role of it for yep. now and i think it's it's a lot of fun just like managing everyone and like posting posting stuff and just like keeping exactly. sure everything's okay so uh yeah um come join come join yes. us uh we do have you know some guidelines that you need to review before you start saying anything crazy because you will be banned if you say some really crazy stuff um yeah, no, for the most part, like, 
like we want to hear from you guys. We again, we're all about the community and we like connecting with everyone. We like just talking with everyone and seeing everyone's opinions. And, yep. Yeah, I'm honestly just let's just join our Discord. Yes, totally. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to totally. say. Totally. <laughs> just join our yes. Discord. Join it. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and uh, if you do join the Discord, there's a very easier and faster way for you to submit questions. So there's a little channel under the podcast category called Podcast Questions, and you can go there and you can submit a question or comment, and we will read it out loud. We won't necessarily respond on that channel, but we will address it in the upcoming Correct. podcast. Correct. Anytime we receive a question, we will answer it on the podcast, not in Word text form. Yes. And again, although this is one outlet to submit a question, you can always submit questions on our YouTube or our SoundCloud and we can read them from yeah. there. Or yes. email. At contact at downtime.live. I'm repeating it because we changed it. Change your bookmarks, people. <laughs> yeah. And if you haven't seen Elisa's announcement video, we did change the website title and all the branding stuff going forward. So now it's everything is downtime.live. So keep that yes. in mind. Even though triangle c triangle dash c dot blog will redirect to downtime live, but always keep downtime dot live in your book. Change the bookmark, people. Yep. Yeah. So that is all I have to yeah, say. Yeah, that's all I'm playing. Discord. Um, that's all we're playing. That's all that's happening on the Discord for now. And um, yeah, yeah video game news. Spyro, yep. actually, this morning, yep. Spyro just dropped the announcement that the remaster is happening, and it's so adorable. <laughs> yeah, it's really cute. I mean, it looks a lot yeah. better, let's be oh. honest. I, it did look good for its time, but now it's like, wow, this looks amazing. I was about to say, you know, Spyro looked good for its time, but the Spyro now looks really cute. It's really adorable now. <laughs> Yeah, like this is Spyro. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like this is like oh, like, it's so cute. It's the adorable dragon. <laughs> this is what we. This wanted. is what I wanted. <laughs> so, yes, you know I'm googling a picture right now. Spyro, like way back, was looked a lot more kind of like a kind of like a playful but aggressive looking cute dragon, and now. Spyro, the remaster just straight up looks cute. So, <laughs> yeah, no, it looks great. I mean, I hope that uh, this does well. Yes, totally. I mean, Activision also released the Insane trilogy, so that was kind of cool. That now, like, two of their properties, Crash Bandicoot and uh, Spyro, are now have like official remakes of the first oh, two yeah. games. I'm surprised I actually haven't bought the Insane Trilogy. Well, I'm not surprised because, God, there's too many fucking games. But um, I really do want to buy the Insane Trilogy because I really like Crash Bandicoot as a character in a franchise. It's just uh, I wouldn't have time to play it at all at this moment. So even though they're like really short games, but still, it's the, pr I do it's feel the like principle were, of the uh, matter. Crash I have no time to play. So... More yelling, more yelling for I'm Lisa. yelling <laughs> because I have no time to play. I gotta work too. <laughs> this is this is how being an adult is. You have money. You can you have money to buy video games, but you don't have time yeah, to play. Exactly. It's sad. So, it's sad. Yeah, exactly. So sad. But <laughs> I does what I does, I do best. I do my best. I, f I definitely felt like you were a Crash Bandicoot kid growing up because you owned a PlayStation. Oh yeah, totally. If you owned a PlayStation Crash Bandicoot, as well as Crash Team Racing, everyone knows how awesome those games were. So, nope. Yeah, I never. I was. I was never exposed to them. Unfortunately, yeah. I was more of a Nintendo slash Sega oh, yeah. kid. Crash Team Racing was. It was kind of the. Uh, it was basically the Mario Kart, but kind of a lot more. I want. I don't want to say vicious is not the right word, but it's just like. It was much more aggressive. There you go. I felt than yes, aggressive. it really was okay. in an awesome way. I'm a competitive person, so yeah. No, yeah. I used okay. to play CTR all the time, and it was amazing. So, um, I probably can play it online somehow. No, actually, they're PlayStation. They're Sony. Mm, can probably illegally play it online somehow, but you know, I'm not promoting that. Mm -hmm. uh, uh. 
<laughs> Those emulators, though. <laughs> but, um... Just saying. <laughs> but, yeah. I am very excited for Spyro. I've always been a fan of the original PlayStation uh, characters. So, yeah. And for someone like me, I think this is a great time for me to be introduced to the Spyro franchise because I barely played it when I was growing up. I mean, I was exposed to it, but... Um, I didn't really play it on. I think it was on PS One. Where it, yep, when it, it was came PlayStation One. Yeah, I, I didn't really play it because again, I didn't own a PlayStation. So I think this is a perfect opportunity for me to play it finally. And Crash Bandicoot because I never played any of those six games. All I never played all three Spyros or all three Crash Bandicoot. Spyro games, so is actually, uh, you know, Insomniac. It's their very first game. Yeah, oh, wow. like I remember one time I was looking at their website and. It was still like a really old school looking website with like the original Spyro stuff on it. And wow. it was like recent too that I saw it. Or not, sorry, not oh, recent. Wow. Sorry, sorry, I take that back. Not recent as in like last month, like recent in like the last five years I saw the site and it was like still very Spyro esque. Yeah. Okay, interesting. So, interesting. Yeah, it was definitely, definitely the one that started up Insomniac. So. And then led to things like Ratchet and Clank and other things. And then, uh, what is it? Spider-Man? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, Spider-Man? the Spider-Man that's coming out this year, right? Yeah. Yep, Speaking right. of that, leading to Spider-Man news, uh, Game Informer released a video or, you know, gameplay on Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. And I was like, wow, this the game looks really yeah, cool. I'm very impressed. I don't. I'm glad it's not a cinematic universe tie-in, more like a standalone thing, because I think there's more freedom. Yeah, definitely. I think that's one of the reasons why, for example, Arkham, the Arkham series was successful. It didn't exactly relate to the cinematic series. And um, yeah, Spider-Man looks really fun. Yeah. I don't know when that's coming out, though. Was that in? Uh, I I mean, I know it's this year, but I just don't know. Like the date. It's coming out. Yeah, I don't know either. I think it's just fall 2018 or okay, something. Okay, for sure. In other news, recent news, Far Cry 5 was released, was finally released. Okay, so I looked up the plot. Well, not like the whole storyline, but I looked up what Far Cry 5 was about for the very first time. And I did not know it was about a cult. Yeah, it's about like, yeah, some really bad yeah, stuff. Yeah, because I... I saw the uh, cover and the cover is like a a family or like somewhat like people at like a dining table and they're kind of looking at this person in the middle. Kind of looks like Jesus, you know, like the Last Supper. Happy Jesus Easter, y'all. And (laughs) and um, and then I was like, what is this about? Because the Far Cry I know is very, um, you know, adventure like. And then I looked it up. I was like, wow, I did not expect that to be the plot at all. Oh. Yeah. So I've been I've been hearing really good things about it. Yeah, I have too because you know, for me the Far Cry series has always been about since 2 like repetitiveness yeah. in a way, but they've all been different not just setting but also like characters of course yes. and, and kind of totally. weapons. But uh for the most part, I think this one is a lot different than its predecessors because uh, again, it's not on an island. Although four was not on uh, not on an island, this one is still still not on an island. But it's not really a um exotic setting yeah. per se. Since I mean, for Americans, it's not exotic no. because Montana isn't oh, yeah. really <laughs> as exotic as you could be. Um, but yeah, no, I think th- it's a different shift in tone for the game since it's more about a a, a touchy sub subject like uh, uh, like a white supremacist cult is more of what the is what I get the vibe from. from is it political? So is it taking a political route? Uh, no. See, here's the thing: the developers developed at the time they didn't really know what was going to happen in the future, of course. So they just developed the game around a really good idea that they thought it would happen. And of course, you know, with the news being as it is now, <laughs> they're like, "Oh crap!" Yeah. You know, like, "Oh, uh, looks like good uh, times." You know, oh, looks like we got to deal with this. So you know, honestly. Uh, I was listening to this podcast where one of the developers was talking, or the, one of the writers was talking about this issue, and he was just basically saying, like, oh, we'll just let the, well, we just let it slide, or we just, like, go with it, because 
there's nothing re- you can really go and change when you're like so far into development yeah. and and also like they're sticking to what their story is about as opposed to trying to let the real world like have a, a like a negative like connotation towards yes. the game if that makes any yes. sense um but yeah no i it's it's awesome it looks awesome are you going to buy it this year uh, I'm probably gonna wait till it goes on sale. It's not early a game that I want to shell out for sure. For. Yeah, I I've been I waited a year or a couple years after each game, like after it came out, because I wasn't really like trying to hop on it and get it immediately. Maybe I'll buy it on Black Friday, maybe around Christmas yeah. time. But uh, I'm not gonna get it now. I'm just gonna wait till like all the DLC comes out okay. for free. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Oh. So yeah, no, that, that's all the gaming news yep. I have about Far Cry. Unless you're gonna make a comment. Oh no, about that's it. all I have to talk about. Um, I actually, I, Sweet. I wanna I wait for you to play it, and I wanna learn more about it. So, yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, next. I got one. I got yes. one more thing. Yes, go for it. <laughs> I watched Ready Player One. Oh, Did no, that's actually what it? I was going to talk about next. So I have not seen the movie yet, but I have read the book. So you probably are not spoiling it spoiling it too much because I, I know what happens. Uh, yeah, I don't want to spoil anything because the movie kind of just came out. Oh, yeah. And um, yeah, we'll probably so have a for the listeners, spoiler cast at some point. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll do like a mini 30 minute spoiler cast yeah. or something. Uh, for the the people that haven't watched it, the listeners, I don't want to spoil anything for you guys because I think it's a visually beautiful movie. I heard, I've but, heard from a lot of people that, um, this is a straight up a good pure action movie. Like it's a lot of good action scenes. It is, and there's a lot of strong points it has, like the the visual yeah. effects, the action, um, the the in game story is really yeah. cool. Uh, but the the real world story, like where the live action stuff takes place, isn't as enthralling as the like Oasis stuff. Oasis oh yeah, is the, it's well the hub, the hub. Yeah, totally. Uh, the real world is supposed to be pretty shitty, actually. The way that Spielberg imagined the uh real world is a lot shittier than I was expecting. Uh, like when you read the book for the first time, you find out that I forgot the guy's real name, but Parzival, Parvizal the Wade, Wade Watts. Wa- yeah, you Wade find Watts. out that he yeah. lives in a trailer park, and like, yeah, and does. you know, like, <laughs> I, I, I know what trailer parks look like, and I didn't imagine it to be whatever the hell Steven Spielberg made it become because it looks really crappy in the movie, like extremely crappy, <laughs> like more than I was ever expecting. So, <laughs> well, I mean, is that a good thing that you're um, saying? To be honest, I don't know because I want to look at it holistically because. Okay. because uh watching a movie is different from reading a book and yeah absolutely uh i want like it would have to go into looking at the cinematography of everything before i make before i make my final opinion uh yeah no yes understood. what did you think of it by the way i would give it a solid eight out of ten i thought it was really nice. good there were a lot of really cool references to stuff that i love such as speed racer i thought that was really oh, yeah. cool nice um um but I think it falls short in a lot of areas. Like I said before, the live action stuff kind of felt lacking. Yeah. It just felt, things felt too rushed. You know, in it, a sense. it makes sense. Uh, the book, it, I mean, all, all, for, all books are long, by the way. But the amount of detail that goes into the three challenges of obtaining the key, it they're very detailed in the book. So I, I wonder how it was portrayed in the end. And I think they're, they're completely different than the oh, book. Oh, okay. I see. Um, okay, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna really say anything else until I've s- seen the movie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and just in case, if you just start tuning in now, uh, Ready Player One is a movie directed by Steven Spielberg based on a book by Ernest Cline about the future where everyone start is playing this VR game. Technically, it's like an entity called the Oasis, and the Oasis is uh like a virtual world where there's multiple different worlds inside of it and you can be anything and do anything. So it's basically like VR chat meets second life and all manner of media and literature is present in this world. And the story follows the main character, Wade Watts, and he goes by the handle Parzival in, in the Oasis and his adventure trying to uncover the lost Easter egg by creator James Halliday. 
Yes. But uh, yeah, and so the movie diverges is so completely different than the book, but uh, that is also in part thanks to uh, writer Ernest Klein, who's actually one of the screenwriters for the movie. He made sure that not only did it stay true to the book, but it was also cinematically pleasing and different yeah. because I I was told by someone that there are a lot of things different in the book than they were in the movie, of course. Yeah. And they take some shortcuts to make it so that um, it's more enjoyable in movie form because, because there's a lot of details oh, yeah. that they left it in the is book very, that won't translate over to yeah, the movie. It, like, for example, uh, when Wade is recruiting um, kind of like his team, there's a lot of detail to that, which I assume they like fast forward to so yeah there's yeah. a there you see I, i'm thinking of the book i can already imagine like 20 spots where they would have fast forwarded for the movie yeah absolutely. Yeah. so it doesn't surprise me um yeah 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 another thing about this movie that has it going for it is that it's got a lot of pop culture references anything from tracer to uh, from overwatch to pac-man so i thought that was yes. really cool um, to like the Iron Giant, if you, as you seen the trailer to Back yeah. to the Future. One of my favorite references of, is, of course, if you've seen the trailers, is the Back to the Future DeLorean, yeah. which is heavily featured and oh yeah, um, heavily shown in the movie. Uh, it's so cool, like seeing that and hearing it. I'm like, damn, that is straight <laughs> from Back to the Future. Nice, it's it, it's amazing. So yeah, I mean, Steven Spielberg did a good job with the movie. I can't really compare it to the book since I haven't read the book, but I do want to read the book now. But so far, the movie was very cinematically pleasing. Cool. Um, I would probably watch it again just to see some similar references, but yeah, no, I encourage everyone to go watch this in the theaters. I think it's a really cool yeah, movie. Yeah, uh, I will check it uh, out eventually for sure. Yeah. Really random. So I found out that Simon Pegg is in the movie and I found out what character he is in the movie and I'm like really excited okay. after finding out what his character is in the movie simply because he does a simply yeah, because yeah. I know what he does in the book. So... <laughs> I'm like super hyped. Yeah, this story's good. He does, <laughs> Sorry. This is a, yeah, he does a really good American accent. Oh, by the way. yes. Uh, yeah. So, Ready Player One was great. I encourage you to watch it, Lisa. But after the movie, mm-hmm. something something happened that kind of made me a little a little irked. And it comes with a message that I want to tell everyone. So after the movie, um, I was actually with my coworker. D, you probably know him. Oh, oh, you saw it with him? Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, and Jordan. So they, they met. Okay. It was cool. Yeah. So uh, he read the book. So he was the one telling me all the differences, which is kind of okay. nice. So we took a lift because he lives near me. But you can do the split thing and lift where you can, like, you know, you can you can have two, two people paying for the same ride, but go to two different yeah. destinations. Technically, you could do it three, but I don't know how many people you could split it with. I think up to yeah, six. Yeah, I'm not sure. The, the size. Um, but yeah, so we, I ordered a lift. Uh, he split it with me. And then our driver pulled up. Her name is Lois. I'm, I'm calling you out, Lois, okay? Because what happens next really bothered me, kind of. Okay. So we get in the car, and then we're driving away. And she's like, oh, did you guys see a movie? I'm like, yeah, we watched this movie called Ready Player One. She's like, oh, I've seen the trailers. What's that about? I'm like, oh, it's it's about video games. It's it's really cool. It's about this guy who's like, you know, trying to survive in a world full of video games. She's like, oh, well, I mean, honest, like, are you guys gamers? And then we all looked at each other. And we're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're looking around. Yeah. She's like, oh, yeah. Oh, she's like, oh, you know, well, I think video games are a waste of time. Ooh. And I, everyone, everyone got quiet. I was about to like, I was about to punch that lady. I swear to God. Ooh. Like, I was like, are you kidding me? I, I just said I was. She's like, yeah, my, she's like, yeah, my son plays video games. And I tell him, you're spending too much time on those games. And when he grew up, I feel like that's all he does now. He just plays video games. And I'm like, you know what? Some people think that movies, watching movies is a waste it's of true. time too. She's like, yeah, well, she's like, yeah, well, I don't really don't do that either. I'm like, then shut the <laughs> hell up. Like, seriously. <laughs> I don't care. Like, I don't care what your opinion is. If you're going to tell me that, I just told you like five minutes ago that, yeah, I play video games. And why the hell are you being so rude to us? In the I car? know. It's like. Ugh. It's like the. Yeah. Like, we all got quiet. I was trying to defend us. I was because they. I know D plays Clash, of Ro- Clash Royale on his phone. And my brother, of course, he's a huge gamer. It's I'm one like, of those things where if you don't have anything <sighs> nice to say, then why are you saying it at all? Yeah. If you don't have anything good to say or contribute to the conversation, shut the fuck up. Like, seriously. <laughs> yeah. like, just be quiet. No, like, I gave that lady a one-star yeah. rating. I wasn't yes. ashamed. I, and I, 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 I typed in the comments, like, she was very rude yeah. to us. Because, like, honestly, 
like, I told you I play video games. Why do you got to be like, uh, that's a little waste of time. Like, why do you got to be a yeah. dick? Seriously. Oh, yeah, totally. So my message, so my message to everyone is, if someone tells you that in public, like, be very kind and nice about it to them and let them know that that is something that you enjoy. Like, especially if it's about video games, because obviously everyone that's listening to this podcast is yes. a gamer. And so if someone t- puts you down for playing video games, don't let that happen. That's oh, not yeah, right. Oh, yeah, totally. Everyone ha- everyone has their own hobby. No one, no one will put you down for listening to music. No one will put you down for, you know, like doing doing what you love. But for some reason, when it comes to video games, like there are still old people like that stupid driver we had that still think that video games are a nerdy, geeky culture thing. It's not. Video games are like mainstream now. Like people, people, some people think that other people that watch anime are still like, like, like nerdy, geeky people. And when in reality, a lot of people that watch anime are not like that. Like, yeah, there's a community and they all may dress a certain way or talk a certain way, but that doesn't mean that you have to put them down. So honestly, if you love something, just keep on doing it. Keep on loving it. Keep on, keep on being you because at the end of the day, that's what, if that's what makes you happy, then leave it as such. Don't let other people influence the way that you think. I'm still going to play video games. Like, don't get me wrong. That lady didn't make me want to not play video games. I don't think video games are a waste of time. If I thought video games were a waste of time, I wouldn't be having this whole shelf full of oh, video yeah, games. Totally. On it. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't be having this podcast. I wouldn't even probably be talking to Elisa about Yakuza because I believe that video games were part of my foundation growing up. But for a lot of people, I think that's true too. Yes. Agreed. So, yeah, I just needed to get that off my chest because, oh man, that, that bothered oh, me. Oh yeah. Keep on keeping guys. Yeah. Please keep on keeping keep on. Keep on keeping and on. Thank you everyone for supporting video games as a whole because video games are awesome oh man okay that's all i gotta say we want to move on to questions all right (laughs) oh man it's so oh so this question i'll I'll read it i'll read it I'll i'll do my best so this is from user amaryl on Downtime Podcast Discord. Thank you, Emeril, for submitting your question. And shout out to you. They say, what do you think is the most significant issue keeping more people from adopting PSVR or other VR platforms? Price, unique content, comfort, including VR sickness, ergonomics, or others? Wow. Um, okay. So, yeah. um, Jeremy and I, when we were co-workers, we worked on VR before. And my new job yeah. actually involves VR, too. VR and AR. I need a mi- I need a moment actually. So if okay. you have a if let me let me yeah, let me go. go. For it. So I think uh Emerald what you're asking I think everything that you just said is factoring into why it's not as popular right now. So first thing would be price for the system. Like HTC Vive and PSVR and all these other VR systems, they're all expensive. Actually, PSVR and- I are making multiple price drops. Remember that, like, those two weeks a month ago where they dropped the price of PSVR? Yeah, yeah. Now, I, okay, yeah, that yeah. makes sense. I, I just, um, I, I, VR is just It is not, still uh, relatively expensive, though. Yeah, it's as much as a PlayStation yeah. right now. So, I wouldn't say it's cheap but i wouldn't say it's expensive i would say it's 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 basically a console that you're you're buying a console in a sense but for psvr you need the ps4 to play it or the ps4 pro because i guess that's the one that is better uh suited for that um yeah no price price is definitely a factor i think i don't think unique content is as much i think there's a lot of indie games out now that you could you could play like so there's something for everyone in the in the vr sector um, but I think space is an issue. So not everyone has that big amount of space to play VR games. I mean, I definitely don't have that amount of space in my place to play or set up like an HTC Vive, which is one of the ones I really, really want. Um, yeah, you need like a certain amount of room to play VR games without worrying about crashing and anything expensive. Um, also, I would say uh, hardware. Not everyone owns a PlayStation or a computer built to uh, do VR stuff. And the graf- graphics cards and RAM are expensive right now simply because everyone's using them to mine for Bitcoin Dude, or whatever. Sorry, I know. Holy 
crap. So then I was looking at my card. I I own a uh, GTX 970, and that card is ex- as expensive as when I bought it. It's still in the 500 range. I'm like, why? It's because everyone's using like video cards to mine like cryptocurrency, and it's ridiculous. yeah. My boyfriend's looking for um, a card too, and everything's really expensive. Yeah, it's. But that's a whole different story if any one of us wants to talk yeah. about it eventually, which we won't right now. But I do think it's, it's a factor. Not, oh, it, I do it think it's so a factor. factor. Yes. So, um, yeah, and, and including VR sickness, like I, I definitely got a little sick when I when I'm putting on a VR headset. Um, I've actually experienced playing the Microsoft Hololens before, and that is something that's a little bit more in the, of course, the AR yes. sector. But it's it's a lot more sickening to me i don't know why more than vr but um yeah no uh, i th- i just think that for some people the vr ar stuff isn't as um adopted yet because of all those factors like especially um uh, trying to, f- to trying to fit the unit into your house trying to purchase it and not getting sick from it yeah <laughs> uh what i want to add to that is the headset in itself is still very bulky and as much as people don't want to admit that's a not that you know don't want to admit uh that it's a factor it is a, it's a factor because um a lot of these companies they want to make experiences that at least last 30 minutes or longer and they expect you to keep this headset on the entire time and if you're uncomfortable then you have no incentive to use a VR headset. So Ready Player One, going back to Ready Player One, is a game basically set in the entire VR in an entire VR yeah. world. So in the movie, you see them put on like these haptic feedback suits. You see them put on these VR goggles, and they they're running on this this omnidirectional treadmill. So honestly, those VR headsets in the movie are a lot smaller than like the HTC Vive or the P- or the Samsung VR or, you know, all these other different VR headsets. Uh, like, to Elise's point, they are a lot bulkier now, and of course, in the future, they will be a lot slimmer, like the ones in the movie, and a lot less um, hardware And you know, everyone's waiting but... for that type of headset to happen. No one wants... To, oh, like, absolutely. No one wants to spend money on the bulky thing yet. Yeah, yeah. So, right now, it's like, I would say this is like generation one of oh totally VR because, totally and we're and everyone who buys it are the beta testers so i'd like to env- i'd like to emphasize my point before about buying hardware when it first comes out i usually like to wait for the second generation because that's when the companies realize oh we'll make a version two that's a lot better than version one and it's going to have all the features that we should have put in version one but we couldn't afford at the time or etc cetera, etc cetera. yeah in my opinion i think a lot of the content kind of has no goal really it's more um, like there's some virtual reality experiences where you're just in the middle of the ocean, for example, which is great. Um, and you're just watching the scenes around you. Uh, recently for the Olympics, you could see certain games live while you're wearing the Samsung gear. But I don't think that the goal, the long-term goal for virtual reality is very clear at the moment. Because um, a video game console, for example, is a console to just entertain the person in some way um, with a storyline or some sort of um, battle, puzzle, what have you. Um, Virtual reality is very much like, oh, you can do experiences or, oh, you can do this one game and, oh, there's like virtual virtual reality stuff coming at you. but then you'll also encounter uh, games where they're not really made for virtual reality. It's more like there's just virtual reality content in it because they wanted to fit it in. Like you know what I mean? Like for example, when a movie's yeah. for example, when a movie's not actually made for 3D, but they add some sort of layering effect so that it just like you know some half-ass 3D is added. In my opinion. I think that virtual reality at this very moment, because it's in a beta stage, uh, is not a consumer product yet, but I can see virtual reality um, being successful in location-based experiences. So I found in my testings of virtual reality uh, so far in the past two years, I've had the most fun with it 
in those immersive experiences where I'm literally just in the middle of something and I'm watching what's around me. But I do yeah. think that for it to be a full-blown game, um, it's going to take a while. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. I oh, this is the this is the term. I think VR is most successful in passive experiences at the moment. Yeah, I see what you're saying. I do think when we figure out virtual reality in a much more aggressive setting, it will also be when the console becomes cheaper. I like I I that that's how I imagine all of this will happen. Um that being said, we're in this weird state where virtual reality hasn't exactly been perfected yet, but now everyone's trying to get in on AR. So like yeah. I I actually think the timeline for VR becoming mainstream is going to take a while or it might be like 3d and not take off at all so okay yeah yeah no i see what you're saying it makes total sense like honestly the market could go anywhere from here we just don't know yeah it's kind of like how 3d ended up not becoming really popular but 3d was a good platform for people to kind of get into like for example hologram and um 4d and haptics uh, like that's how I imagine it. Like VR has not necessarily been perfected yet, but people have just u- are using VR so that they can understand AR. It's like it's weird, but the uh, it I feel like VR is like an intermediary step currently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I so, see what you're saying. Uh, yeah, that about sums up what how I feel about VR. I think it's gonna take maybe five years for vr to be more common yeah i agree i think that um for now it still has some growing pains so yeah i'm just repeating myself yeah uh i'm excited to see where it goes from now yeah me too all right cue the music is that the music yeah oh you oh you actually have music that's right yes oh crap now when i edit it there's music so okay yeah yeah sorry yeah all right everyone thank you for listening to the 46th episode stop laughing at me stop i'm trying to close it i'm trying to close this out thank you everyone bye to the ah you're off